All right, we started off the show uh, talking about how the Ford government uh, spoke to the Queen's Park reporter for the Globe and Mail, Jeff Gray, and they have an, he is an exclusive. Ford government to rewrite Toronto's development plans to allow tar- taller buildings in more of midtown Toronto and downtown. Here to talk about it further, Steve Clark, the Minister of Municipal Affairs and Housing. Welcome to the show, Steve. Uh, glad to be on the show. Thanks, Kelly. Thanks for being here. Now, let me ask you off the hop here. Um, is it true that you spoke to Jeff Gray with the details of uh, what you're planning to do with changing um, the height of buildings, the height requirement of buildings downtown, um, before you spoke to the mayor? Um, I, I indicated to the mayor that uh, that uh, it was my intention today to uh, present a number of modifications to OPA uh, 405 and 406. Um, he responded later last night and indicated that we need to set something up today or tomorrow to talk about it. And uh, I'm committed to doing that. Why talk to the Globe and Mail first in specifics before the mayor? Well, I made it very clear to many media a couple of weeks ago that it was my intention to make a, a decision on uh, Official Plan Amendment 405 and 406. I think uh, there were a number of people that were worried that I was going to let the clock run out and that these two very important uh, files were going to be sent to the LPAT. So a couple of weeks ago, I made it very clear to the media that uh, there would be a decision prior to the deadline. So I, it shouldn't come to anyone's surprise. Yeah, no, I guess it's, you know, I, I appreciate it being you know in in the business i appreciate you know letting us know and giving us the heads up but shouldn't the province and the city be doing everything they can to keep relationships from being strained you know it so that you're working for constituents because that, that's who vote you guys in so i mean isn't it better to go to the mayor because you, you said to the and i'm going to quote this municipal affairs uh, minister steve clark acknowledges this could further strain relations between queens queens park and city hall why rattle the cage anymore why not you told us a couple of weeks ago why not sit down with the mayor and say here's what we're gonna do well uh, you know, this file has been uh, been with us since last summer. We it should come as no surprise to anyone uh, in terms of consultation. The, the both the OPAs were posted on the environmental registry. We gave the public and the city uh, three months uh, to provide uh, comments. But the fact of the matter was, uh, the, the, back in last June, the people of Ontario elected a new government. These are very important files for our government, and they have to reflect government priorities. Right now, as we're talking, my Bill 108 is uh, having a third reading debate in front of the House, and it, there are significant changes uh, to create more housing supply uh, that, that's being discussed. These two official plan amendments needed to reflect our government's priorities on creating new housing, but more importantly, Kelly, they needed to reflect the significant investments we're making in transit. We're making $28.5 billion investment in transit, and we have to ensure, uh, which was part of our consultation, that we increase density around major transit station areas. It was something the public told us very clearly on when we consulted for changes to a place to grow, the growth plan for the Greater Golden Horseshoe. People continue to tell us that when we had consultations for the Housing Supply Action Plan. And and these two plans have to reflect our government's priorities. And what's, uh, what are the changes going to be specifically to the Midtown area and the Downtown area so we can just get an idea of what you're proposing today? 
Well, it's my intention to make a number of modifications to official plan amendment 405 and 406. We want to ensure we follow up uh, through those uh, two files that we uh, make a commitment to increase housing supply. You know, I guess I'm speaking today to that uh, that young family, those young people who are struggling to realize the dream of homeownership, uh, who right now uh, there's renters who are unable to find a suitable place to call home. Uh, these amendments really reflect our government's priority to intensify around major transit station areas, whether it's a young family, whether it's a, a newcomer to our country who is coming, who needs a place to stay, I think that uh, that there needs to be that opportunity close to transit. And I made it clear to the deputy mayor a couple of days ago at a meeting we had that we want to work with the city on inclusionary zoning. And my priority for inclusionary zoning is around transit. I think there needs to be more affordable housing uh, around transit. So these changes that uh, it's my intention to send to the city later today, or are my ministry to send to the city later today, reflect those government priorities. Changes, they say in the Globe and Mail here, uh, these changes would make the, uh, the plan more uh, flexible and remove prescriptive process requirements such as access to sunlight. Do you think young families and newcomers don't want sunlight? I think what young families want is they want to be able to realize the dream of home ownership. And if there's anything that I've learned from our extensive consultation on the numerous housing files that we've had, is that is that around a major transit station area, there needs to be more density and more intensification. And, and we're going to, uh, again, uh, continue to work with the city on uh, potential developments using inclusionary zoning to provide those affordable housing opportunities. When you say continue to work with the city, you didn't even talk to the mayor. I don't understand what you mean by continue to work with the city because it sounds like you're using a sledgehammer to get your plan through. No offense, I don't. I don't really have any skin in the game. I don't live in the downtown core, but I just it, when you say things like work with the city, I mean you're just broadcasting to the city what you're going to do. So how is that working with the city? This this process. I don't think it was in anyone's best interest that this file be be that the clock be run out and that goes to the LPAT because it would wait two years. The city uh, knew the the options that I had as minister when they sent this file to me, and I think it is within my right as minister to ensure that these two major official plan amendments reflect the government priorities. So it is part of my mandate to ensure that files like this reflect what our government wants. We were elected on a mandate to increase housing supply. When I did my extensive consultations, and listen, I we did a lot of consultations last fall and this, and this spring uh, on this file. We've had lots of opportunity for people to weigh in and almost unanimously People said they wanted us to intensify around major transit station areas. You know, the example that I used was the Side Station. You know, you, you, you look at that station uh, in terms of eight stories. That, you know, I, I believe that, uh, that what we're doing in terms of a, a 20 to 35-story development around there is the right way to go. And is reflects. this about air rights and allowing, you know, more businesses to move in as well? Well, air rights are something that I know the Minister of Transportation has had a number of announcements about. We want to be able to leverage transit-oriented development. It's certainly a priority of the Minister of Transportation. But uh, you know, we're going to continue to have uh, files reflect government priorities. That's why Bill 108 is having third reading debate right now as we speak. And that's why we've put together an updated growth plan that encourages building housing close to transit, sets minimum density targets for 
MTSAs and really directs that major office developments and other high-density growth are connected by transit. I think everyone agrees that is a good thing. I No, I agree. I think everybody needs to get around, and I think it's important. Our transit, listen, if there's anything I'm behind for the province here is we need more subways. There's no two ways about it. I think you guys, you know, are, are uh, moving forward, and we need something happening. We need shovels in the ground, and we need subways. But I understand the need to uh, make sure that there's a population to take those subways. But does any of this, is there any part of you that fears that if we allow for uh, the development and higher, you know, density in those areas around transit and the feds don't come through with the money because they haven't come through with the money yet, that we are only overcrowding a system that is already crowded? Well, you know, I, I look at the uh, the fact that uh, the area that we're talking about covers uh, about 90% of uh, where the subway and, and the new LRT, uh, you know, are coming. And in terms of the, of the federal government, you know, we're committed to covering uh, the full amount if the feds don't do that. Uh, I can't for the life of me understand why the federal government wouldn't want to invest in transit uh, in the city of Toronto. They've given no indication that they're not committed to uh, transit everywhere else. I don't know why they're singling out uh, the city of Toronto. We're committed to ensuring that we leverage that $28.5 billion to ensure that uh, that we have an adequate transit and new LRT system. And it is certainly a smart a decision by our government to try to leverage those assets and build as much affordable housing around that area. That's that's why we're doing this. We have to ensure that young people, newcomers to our city who are struggling to realize the dream of home ownership, we have to give them some hope. This is exactly my intention in sending these official plan amendments back with with the changes that are being proposed. We have to do a better job for those young families and those newcomers to our city. They want to live near transit. They expect that we're going to intensify around our major uh, assets that we're spending billions of dollars on. It's 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 the it's the right way to go, and it's a priority of our government. Listen, Steve, I've kept you way longer than I should have. I appreciate your time today because I know you're on a clock. I know you're a busy guy. Thanks so much for sparing some time on the show. Okay, thanks very much. Cheers. That's Steve Clark. He's a minister of municipal affairs and housing. True story. He had to go about a minute and a half ago.